0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Giants, Life Extension, and How Food Will Be Destroyed. And we have a new gold and silver sponsor. And you can get to it by going to prophecyclubgold.com, prophecyclubgold.com. And it looks like this on our website. You just click right here and it'll take you over there. There's also an 800 number. And no, there's not been a fuss. There's not been a fight. I just decided to Go with a different gold sponsor, and we may change other sponsors in the future. Doesn't mean there's any problems, there's any arguments or anything like that, okay? Everything's fine. Okay, so anyway. Now, before I get into the topic today, which I think is very deep, I think is very important, and I also think that most ministries would probably not carry this, because the ministry doesn't understand enough to know that it's true, and probably their are people, people aren't deep enough, to believe what is said. So I need to give a little introduction here. Now, a person may be asking a question. If a person generally hears from God on one occasion, does it mean that all else they say is from God? The answer is no. 1 Corinthians thirteen twelve says we see through a glass darkly. In other words, if they miss on one occasion... Do we throw all of the other messages out? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I take each message based upon its own merits. In other words, I'm called to carry Dmitri Duton warning and others like him. I believe that God helps me to increase the accuracy, but I'm still wrong from time to time. I'm not 100%. Even Leslie says she's missed it. Okay, we all miss it. Everybody misses it. And that's part of learning. You know, that's how we learn truth mirror. We think we hear from God, we test it uh, just to find out, no, we got to repent. No, that really wasn't from God. And, you know, if you haven't given many prophecies, you probably don't know what we're talking about. But Leslie and I have each given over 5,000 personal prophecies. We've done over 70 three day crusades where everyone that attended was promised to get a prophecy from a senior prophet. There were times where we had four tables going in a room. I remember specifically Detroit. We had 750 people at that crusade up there. We had a room with four three-by-eight tables going. Here's the way it worked. Each one of the tables had a senior prophet. Sitting next to them, also with a tape recorder, was a junior prophet. And then there was a greenhorn, a (laughs) learning, a newbie. And The senior prophet was in charge of the table. So the person would come in and sit down. I told them, when you go in, don't ask about stock purchases. Don't ask anything. Don't even tell them your name. They don't want to know anything about you. All you do is go in, sit down. They will start. Remember the little handheld tape recorders with the little cassette tapes? They would record it. The senior prophet at the table is responsible for giving the prophecy. Which, by the way, we're going to be doing this again. Uh, The date is May 24 through 26 of 2024. So if you want to come and get one of those, we're going to be doing them. Anyway, so the senior prophet at the table is responsible for everything said at the table. The other two are not obligated to say anything at all. But I've seen this time and time and time and time again. The Holy Spirit shows up powerful and people walk out of there blowing their nose and wiping tears because God is faithful, and he shows up and speaks through those people powerfully. Now, that's not exactly what we're talking about with a dream or vision, or an angel vision, or something like that. Now, I believe that I'm called and to get the Demetrius warning and others like that out. And I believe God gives me a little bit higher accuracy, maybe than a person that's not called. In addition to that, I pray daily. Lord, give Leslie and I knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom, understanding all visions and dreams. I still miss it, though. But I try to get it accurate. Now, if I don't put the message on the program, please don't email me about something the person said on another occasion that I did not put on the program. I'm not responsible for everything that that person says. I am responsible for what I put on the program. Not every word from every person's mouth that I've ever put on the program am I responsible for. In other words, if I have a person one time and they give 3,600 prophecies, I'm not responsible for all the other prophecies. I'm responsible for just the one I put on the program, okay? Sometimes they do miss it. But I didn't put that on the program, so I'm not responsible for that. Now, I believe that what Vicki Goforth Parnell has said in this particular message is of God. I'm not endorsing other things she said. I get emails that people don't like her, they disagree with her, but I didn't put that on the program, so I'm not responsible for that. I'm saying I believe this one today is of God, and I'm going to explain it and I back it up. The dream begins with me finding myself in a 6 by 6 room that's totally white. There are no windows, no pictures, no furnishings, but one simple door. The door is also solid white except for those words saying, waiting room. Jesus, why am I here? The door immediately opened inward, and there stood the angel Gabriel. Now, I've never had an angel come to me. Leslie has had angels come to her, but I don't know. But I believe in here. And and as I've read this several times and prayed about it, I, I feel in here it's of God. Gabriel said in surprise, "Daughter of faith, grace, mercy, you are come to me. you are to come with me." Okay, I said, "You are to be shown things from the past to gain understanding of what's happening now and future things to come." I took this to be ex- I took his extended hand and walked through the door. Immediately, I find that we are in a darkened room lit up only by many many candles. The room has an ominous, oppressive feel to it. I feel evil. Gabriel, I said hesitantly. Daughter of faith, grace, and mercy, we are in the past. No harm shall come to you. Now watch closely what your enemy, the adversary, Satan, has planned for your world, the earth. I turn to see a large gathering of people, and to my surprise, they are naked. Their hands are outstretched as they are chanting. I hear one man say, O Beelzebub, O great prince, hear us. Come appear and tell us our Lord Lucifer is bidding. I see behind them what looks like red hooded robes laid carelessly behind the floor behind each member. Then suddenly I shudder as I feel the evilness in the room, foreboding room intensity. I can see the evidence of animal sacrifice on what I'm assuming is at their altar. I see a large shadowing figure appear in the middle of them that takes on the form of a man. He is of a dark colored skin now. And has soulless black eyes. He has rings on each hand, as his appearance reminds me of the pictures I've seen of the Persian or Babylonian kings, so I kinda like to see the picture here. The man who has spoken prior calls out Prince Beelzebub, we welcome you, my children. I bring orders from the High Command from Lucifer, the High Prince of all. The chanting stops immediately when the demons begin speaking. Now let me just stop. You may be saying, is this, is this true? Is she really hearing from God? I believe she is. Why do you think God is talking to Vicky Goforth Parnell more than others? Well, for one, she gets up every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning. You see, that's what Daniel did. He prayed three times a day on his knees. How about you? Are you praying on your knees three times a day? She gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning and apparently spends several hours a day praying. Isn't that what the scriptures teach us to do if we want to hear from God? I believe that she's hearing from God, at least on this one. Now, again, I, other things that I don't put on the program, I'm not responsible for that. The chanting stops. Immediately, when the demons start speaking, the people are standing in what look like reverences to this prince demon, Beelzebub. My lord, Prince Beelzebub, we are awaiting your orders. You are to poison the feed. The grain and the grass feed. And you may be saying, What? Okay, why hasn't this happened in the past? Well, probably someplace in the past it has. But you see, God has given us power and authority over serpents and over scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt us. But since America has decided it doesn't need Jesus, and we've taken Jesus out of our schools, out of our businesses, out of our hearts, out of our government. As a result, that allows the devil to come in to kill, steal, and destroy. And, specifically, our food and our grain. Now, what do we have? Fourteen different prophecies saying that there's going to be a food shortage. This today is explaining to us why and how it's coming. You are to poison the feed, the grain and the grass feed. You are to taint the seeds. I hope you're listening. You are to taint the seeds before they are planted. So the animals are all infected by the various known diseases. Is that mRNA? Is that some kind of something that gets in the seed, gets in the animals, gets in us, so that they can control us? This will go unnoticed by the public and anyone who discovers the diseases in their feed. They're stalking the animals who are to silence them permanently. You are to silence them. Okay, so as people start coming up and saying, hey, there's something wrong with the grain, something wrong with the the food supply, they're to be silenced immediately, as in killed. Then when the deaths start occurring, showing a pattern when we deem its proper moment in time. In other words, this happens all at the same time, at a specific time to help Lucifer bring the Antichrist into our world. That's what it's about to say. This will go unnoticed by the public and anyone who discovers the diseases in their feed. They're stocking animals. You are to silence them permanently. Then when the deaths start occurring, showing a pattern when we deem its proper moment in time, then they shall be allowed to test the animals. But you are not to do this prematurely because the extermination of the animals, the cows, the chickens, pigs, lambs, anything that is edible and tainted must be slaughtered at the precise moment. That makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense. Let's go on. At the precise moment, to your world you are slaughtering cows with mad disease, chickens with bird flu, for example, when these are our animal sacrifices to Lord Satan, to Lucifer, to give more power to us to bring forth his son as your world knows him as the Antichrist. It takes the blood. The animal sacrifices that you perform to increase our power and give life to our plan. Life is, after all, found in the blood of all things. Then the demon bellows and laughs. Did you catch that? So they plan to kill chickens, cows, lambs, all kinds of animals so that the blood flows all at the same moment in order to bring the Antichrist into the world. That makes sense, doesn't it? See, you can't make that stuff up, okay? Then he takes me by the hand and gently pulls me, and it's like we're passing through time somehow. We arrive somewhere in a large field open where many cattle are grazing. All that is but one. This one looks dead. There's a veterinarian standing over the cow next to him are two men. Well, Doc, it's not mad cow, is it? I'm afraid it is. I see the color dream from the faces of both men who are standing. Doc, that will mean my whole herd will have to be put down. Yes, Steve, they will. And I will have to report my findings. I looked at Gabriel with my mouth hanging open. There were hundreds of cattle on these fields. What are they going to do? What time era are we in? Now, here's the scary part. Is this my present time now? Yes, daughter of faith, it is. What it's saying is this is close. Don't think this is 10 years off. Probably shouldn't think this is five years off. You might not be able to think this is even a year or two off. Is this my present time? Yes, daughter of faith, it is. They will call in those to slaughter this herd of hundreds. And to the public, it is to stop the spread of mad cow disease. So, if we see mad cow disease, now we know how it got started. But it is the organized sacrifice of all of these cows and bulls to Satan because for the occultic powers, the power of darkness to work, they need the blood and the sacrifice of animals. That explained the recent COVID-19 pandemic too, doesn't it? Can this be stopped, Gabriel, daughter of faith, grace, and mercy? It is written in the Holy Scriptures that when you pray in in Jesus the risen Lamb's name, In faith, believing your prayers can bring about change. What's he hinting at? He's saying that if we pray, we can stop this, or at least soften or delay it, which is why, if you go to prophecyclub.com, slide to the bottom, you can join Fast Gap, where you can fast Tuesday evening, midnight, to Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. We pray the same prayer, the same fast, the same day, Right now, there's about 750 people that do that every week. You can join them. You can be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. Come now. I will show you a glimpse of the future that's currently, currently laid out for your world. Then he takes me by the hand, and it feels like I'm being pulled through a curtain of time, a portal of some type. We are are in a big city and see rows and rows of people looking very hungry, waiting in line. Coverstone saw the same thing. Where are we, Gabriel, and what are we all standing in line for? As I'm observing, I see men and women in business attire, people in blue jeans and ragged shirts. Most look unkept and dirty. I see even little children in the lines. But but we are but a short time in the future. You are in the city called Reno in the state of Nevada. There is very little food left in your country and many places in your world at this time. So it's not just America. This is a global thing. There is very little food left in your country in many places in the world this time. Is this from all the animals that they've been sacrificing for the devil? It is a big part of it, though famine has been foretold in the holy scriptures of truth and by his servants, the prophets and prophetesses, and others of the risen lamb's children. It did not say how this famine would come into existence. It is a combination of these ritual sacrifices. In other words, the Bible didn't tell us how the famine would come. This is telling us how the famine comes. It's a combination of these ritual sacrifices being done in the disguise of destroying disease-infected animals, the droughts and flooding, as well as the raging fires that has destroyed much land. Then the residue from the nuclear weapons is to come. Now, is that suitcase nukes? Of course. Is that the Russians hitting us with many, many large, powerful nuclear weapons, as Dmitri was shown? Of course. We can understand that. That makes perfect sense. Then the residue from the nuclear weapons to come that will be used on your nation's soil as well as others. Food will become very difficult to grow, at least by those who don't, do not faint at least by those who do not faithfully serve Jesus, the risen king, the lamb, because he will provide for his own. I have to tell you, I think that God had me start Joseph's Kitchen so that his people could get food just like God provided for the world for seven years during the days of Joseph and the Pharaoh and the pyramids, and they ate wheat. Joseph's Kitchen feeds you with wheat go to josephskitchen.com tell you more about it in a second so what you're saying is this occurring with the slaughter of so many animals is like a chimera and a chimera has three different animal types in it but one body the lion's head is the plan of satan where you took me first in the past where the occultic worship was taking place and Beelzebub appeared it's the mind the head of the plan Then the goat's body, the Chimera, is the body of the plan being implemented, which leaves the serpent's tail, which is the end. The end results of their evil plans come to fruition. The serpent's tail of the Chimera is the end result of their evil plans, prayers, and sacrifices that are being done to aid Antichrist and his new world order system, to implement it fully into place so Satan can finally have his short reign of power. Yes, daughter of faith, grace, and mercy, you have the proper understanding of these things, and this is only one location among many. In other words, you better count on it. It's coming to a neighborhood near you. I think it's safe to say, especially for those that do not prepare, those that do not have Jesus in their heart, you can count on it if that's you, you're probably going to be standing in line begging for food in your lifetime. He or they who controls the food and water supply can control the world. Well, that's what uh, Henry Kissinger said. He who controls food supply controls the people. He who controls energy can control whole continents. Who controls money can control the world. May I ask some questions? Yes, daughter of faith, grace, and mercy, you can. When you took me to the past and witnessed the rituals and worship that brought forth Beelzebub, I recognized some of the people. Now, this is very important. They are very, very high-powered wealthy people. But some of them, I know, are supposed to be dead. I heard they're dead. Yet, there they were alive. Is this due to the underground Nephilim technology? And are these the upper elite, the third level in the hidden society that deals directly with the fallen ones? the demons that Jesus has talked about me in past dreams, visions, and conversations, she asks a good question. Did you catch what she asked? So she's shown people, I mean, like, you know, maybe Napoleon or like maybe uh, um, Hitler or something like that. Somebody's supposed to be dead or maybe even one of the pharaohs. Somebody's supposed to be dead and all of a sudden she's looking at them, they're alive. That's the reason I'm bringing this to you because this lines up with Scripture doesn't make any difference whether you believe it or somebody else believes it. I believe it. I believe it's of God, so I'm going to bring it to you. Yes, daughter of faith, grace, and mercy, this is them. Many have had their life extension added or extended by artificial means. Now, I put this verse in here because this confirms it. Revelation 9, 6. And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it. And shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. That tells us that there's a time in the future when many, as in most of the people on the planet, have reached eternal life in this body, not the glorified body. They've done it through high technology. So this verse tells us high technology can extend a person's life, can give them eternal life in this body. So right there's proof it exists. Now let's go on. Many have had their life extended by artificial means, some through robotic robotic technology, the mind transfer machine that you know as the Lazarus machine. Then when cloning became available, they began having their minds transferred into a cloned body. We understand that can happen by one cell through advanced um, accelerated growth techniques. Like in twelve to fourteen months, one cell can become a brand new body. Then they transfer your soul—I guess you'd say your mind—into that new body, a new body. But it only lasts. Word of the street is like about three years. Then, when cloning became available, they began having their minds transferred into a cloned body. But the cloned bodies are still not perfected. So the lifespan is shortened considerably compared to that of the normal gift of eight years given to mankind by the Father Jehovah God, who sits on the throne of heaven ruling supreme in all righteousness. This leads to the constant need to be re-cloned or reborn into a new body themselves, a new body continually. But now with the help of the AI system, they will soon have a body that will be stable enough through cloning that will do what is needed in the end to fulfill the great God Jehovah's written word concerning the man of perdition called the Antichrist. I hope you're listening. I know a lot of people won't accept this. Can't help that. I believe it's of God. I believe it lines with scripture. I'm going to bring it to you. Okay, that's what I thought. I remember being told that the secret hidden society, the world's wealthiest elite people who control and learn the world, has three levels. The first level, being the bottom level, deals with higher Freemasons, Illuminati, and others. So when you hear people talk about Illuminati, they're not the top. They're the bottom of the three levels. The second tier, or the middle, is for those in this level that are in contact with the world leaders sorcerers, wealthy higher ups, international bankers who have dealings and contacts with the Nephilim or the giants, the fallen ones' offspring. But the top tier, the level one, consists of those long, I hope you're listening, those long-thought-dead, this is scriptural, long-thought-dead from your world's wealthiest bloodlines, probably going back to the Pharaohs. World's wealthiest bloodlines, the global elite who have direct dealings with the demons, the fallen ones, in the most strategic plans and strategies, especially concerning the preparing for the world or the Antichrist And Lucifer's rise to power. Are you mature enough to receive this? Some people just can't. Sorry. Then we go to Revelation 10.3 for the confirmation. This is talking about where John heard the seven thunders. Then he heard a voice from heaven saying, seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not. Well, we have in the mouth of two different witnesses say what the, the seven thunders uttered was release the giants. The giants are the Nephilim. The Nephilim are those people, Genesis 6, where the sons of God came down, made of the daughters of men. Their offspring were giants, mighty men of old. In other words, they didn't die. They were eternal. They didn't inherit the death gene of Adam. And theoretically, they could be, still be alive today if they made it through the flood. And apparently, there was some more of them created after the flood. And that'll get me off subject answering that, but let's go on. Gabriel looked at me and said, Jesus, the risen lamb, has entrusted you with much information, daughter of faith, grace, and mercy. Soon the time will be at hand when the information that has instructed you to withhold, you will be released to speak freely, daughter of faith, grace, and mercy. You have no reason to fear any man or woman on this earth. The great God, Jehovah, and his son, Jesus, and risen lamb, are your protection. And many other angels, different than me, have been dispatched also to ensure your protection." You are greatly beloved. Now, let me talk about that. I know you probably look at Vicky and you say, are you serious? This woman's greatly beloved. I want to point out what God said to Daniel. At the beginning of the supplications, the commandment came forth. And I came to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Well, what got Daniel greatly beloved? Prayed three times a day on his knees. What is it that is getting Vicky so much attention? She gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning and prays. Apparently, she prays for a couple hours a day. Probably more than that. Most of a day, apparently, is spent praying. Now, Leslie says, anytime you spend too much time in the spirit, you can also start hearing from the wrong spirit. And that's the reason I say, I don't guarantee everything she says is of God. I'm saying what I put on the program, I stand behind, I believe that's of God. There's She's come out with many, many things. You notice I didn't put them all on there. I'm not saying they're all not of God. It's just that I, have to, I, I go by what I feel like the Lord is telling me to put on the program. Let's continue. So she says, I'm humbled by these words, Gabriel. There's a lot of information in my mind that I haven't even written down, as my lovely Jesus has instructed me to do. And I do trust him to tell me when. He will, daughter of faith, grace, and mercy. Now you are to share what you've seen. Here you go. This is important. You're to share what you've seen so that the people know what is coming on in your world and the risen Lamb's bride can effectively pray and war against the enemy's plans, schemes, and strategies. How do you do that? Well, you can do that alone. But the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. The Bible says one can put a thousand flat." flight Two can put 10,000 flat meaning. When you join together with your other fellow brothers and sisters, same day, same fast, same prayer, it gives more power. When I am every Tuesday night writing up what I'm asking people to pray for, for the fast gap, I mean, I, I think I feel the Lord probably more powerfully guiding me that time than any other time during the week. It's like the Lord, oh, man. I don't know how to say this. It's like he speaks to my heart, and he says, this is my hammer. This is my spirit. See, he's got 750 people on this group. 750 people that are fasting and praying, same fast, same prayer, same day. Now, think about that. And by the way, I never send product offers. I never ask for donations. Quit anytime you want to. This is only for people who want to fast and pray for our nation. Prophecyclub.com, slide to the bottom, join Fast Gap. If you want to pray for Prophecy Club, join Fast Track. Fast Gap, America, Fast Track, Prophecy Club. Tuesday night, I mean, when I'm. There, there's been times when I started writing it up. And said, man, I mean, I started yawning, just yawn after yawn. After, no, absolutely no, no, no. Yawn, yawn means no. When he touches me with the anointing, that means yes. And he directs me powerfully on what to have his spiritual hammer pray for. You ought to join. I will, Gabriel, with Jesus' help and his strength in his name. I will. Let me back and read that again. So the people know that is going on, what is going on in the world, so the risen lamb bride can effectively pray and war against the enemy's plans, schemes, and strategies. This is why this has been given to you to share, because you have been faithful in sounding the alarm and sharing the words from heaven's court. Now, what about you? Are you faithful in getting this word out to other people, or are you afraid they might not like you? Are you afraid they might, they might just dish you? Or, is Jesus more important, what now I asked the angel Gabriel? You walk through that door. So I turned to where my hands were pointing to see a white uh, white door that had a black letters that said exit. Where will it take me? Back to your bed? Will I see you again? Yes, I'm a mere servant. Anyway, so she opens the door, wakes up back in her bed. Is this the last message you'll be bringing me for me to share and warn the people? No daughter, faith, grace, mercy. As the end times continues to draw close, the more messages, decrees, and orders, and commands will be issued from heaven's courts to aid the children of the risen Lamb, lamb, his bride, before he retrieves them shortly from off the earth to be with him forever by his side. I understand. And I turned then from Gabriel, walked to the door, and turned the white doorknob. It swung open with ease. Goodbye, Gabriel. I said, turning my head slightly one last time to see him. Goodbye, daughter of faith, grace, mercy. Then he was gone. I walked boldly through the door and found myself sitting up on my bed as I remembered all that had occurred in the dream. Jesus, I whispered, there is so much to pray for. And, of course, we all do have some more to pray for. So let me encourage you. If you do not have preparations, it's very important that you get a few preparations. One of them is I recommend you go to prophecyclubgold.com. And there is a phone number there. Uh, it, it, how, you, how you can get a hold of them also I encourage you to go to empshield.com get you one of these devices the new ones look just like this one here one on each of your cars as I have one in my house that way when the suitcase news look we got thirty four prophecies saying they're coming okay they're coming i mean i don 't have thirty four prophecies total on everything else I only have six saying that the russia's going to attack us I got 33 thirty four saying the suitcase nukes are going to go off. They are going to go off. And if you want your car to start, if you want your computers to work, you better have one of these on your cars, your computers. And if you put in the promo code right here, Prophecy, helps your Prophecy Club get you a $50 discount, empshield.com. Also, I recommend you go to josephkitchen.com. I think God started this company to provide for his people. It's not about making money. Because here's what you do. You go get yourself a machines package because that's the gizmo to grind the wheat berries into flour. Put the flour along with five, five of the ingredients in the bread machine. Push a button. Two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot steaming loaf of whole wheat bread. I had it for breakfast this morning and lunch a few minutes ago. It's. I would say it is probably 70 or 80% of what I eat. My total diet is this. Then you decide how much you want. Food one person, two people, four people, six people for a year. They send it, and it's designed to last, I mean, the wheat, I don't know, 25 years. Comes in a pail. Hopefully the mice and the rats can't eat through it. You know, rats they can eat almost do anything, but it's, it's well packaged, well done. I believe it's what God has sent for his people to feed them. Joseph dot.